Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Good Humans podcast with me, Cooper Chapman chatting to the world's best about the inspiring stories that got them to where they are today. Hello, all of you good humans, and welcome back to the 1% pod. Big thanks to everyone who's been tuning in. Last Thursday's episode with James Griffin was maybe one of my favorite podcast guest episodes. It was awesome to get to pick his brain and get to learn a little bit more about the environment and his plans for the environment as the new New South Wales um, Environment Minister. Let's jump into today's gratitudes and into today's 1% Club, a little bit of highlights. So this week, once again, we've gone bigger and better. We've grown 25 members, which is very, very cool. It sounds like from this 1% pod, we are getting a few people come over to the 1% Good Club, which is really special. So this week we had 1,929 gratitudes. So about an extra 321 than last week, so a massive jump up. So big thanks to everyone who's been getting involved and really taking care of their mental health. For anyone out there listening who wants to know what the 1% Good Club is, it is little mental health Instagram and accountability groups, I guess you'd call them. Every morning I send a 10-minute guided meditation and every night the groups start writing in what they're grateful for, three things. And right now there's 25 groups of close to 25 to 30 members in almost each and every one of them now that we've grown so much so yeah if you want to join send the good human factory a message on instagram saying i want to join the club we'll add you into a group and you can get involved dedicating one percent of your day to your mental health and as always i'm going to read out a couple of my favorite gratitudes for the week because it's always nice getting to hear what people are grateful for and sometimes hearing other people's can really pump us up so Got a couple today. From group number eight, we've got Laura saying, connecting with Jane and helping each other out through our recent breakups. It's so nice to have support from somebody in this group. Feeling amazing after Pilates class that I didn't feel like going to. It was so much fun. And hearing the news that I'm progressing with a big job opportunity that I had, that I had a hard day feeling stressed and overwhelmed about. So well done, Laura. Awesome the group's helping you. And thanks so much for supporting other people in the group. Number five, Dylan. Grateful for that I got to surf this morning even though it wasn't the best, that I got to sleep in and grateful for the people that I sent a text to this morning saying how grateful I am to them, have them in my life. He just started texting or calling three people a day to say how grateful he is and just to make their day, which is a very, very good little thing that we can all implement into our life. And group number eight, Millie, getting out and meeting my friend for coffee and to catch up. We haven't known each other for very long, but we always say it feels like we've known each other our whole lives. I love making new friends when I'm grown up. FaceTime with my mom and sister this morning, which can be difficult with time differences, and my auntie looking at coming to visit me in January. I haven't seen her since January 2020, so I'm so excited. All right, and group number 17, we have Rebecca. This one's nice. So, I realized that humans are quite awesome. I had a meeting at a homeless shelter food bank yesterday and thought there were so many people who choose to work 
in the social sec- social sector and charity sector, they choose to work in an area where they believe they are needed and can make some small change with often little pay over the big monies from the commercial industry. This combined with reading the book Humankind filled me with hope. This is a massive book that you should all read. And then also Sunshine and going to Italy to ski tomorrow and see the whole family again. So good on you, Rebecca, in Group 17. We have one from Christy in Group 18. And she said, Today we had a little girl have a seizure and stop breathing for a small amount of time that I felt like the longest. I'm so very grateful that my amazing staff assisted in the incident and how well they handled a very stressful situation. I'm grateful for our ambulance services and the beautiful paramedics that attended. I'm most grateful that our student is okay. So, yeah, that's a nice little special one to hear that the student is okay and, yeah, that we have great services here in Australia. Um, I've got a couple more because it's been a great week of gratitudes. We've got one from Jesse in group number eight, finding the time to listen to both podcasts this week. Shout out to the 1% and Good Humans Pod. Receiving a very thoughtful gift that made me squirm with love and appreciation and also the afternoon rain. And also in group number eight, Georgia, day of work, delicious dinner tonight and finding out that we have super early with baby number three on the way. So congratulations on baby on the way. And then my last one that I'm going to read out for today is from group number 15, Kobe. Today I'm grateful for three things, but one of them was so beautiful. Number one, having a lovely dinner with my girlfriend. I packed up and hopped in my car and an old couple in the car next to me said, take me back to the old days. You're living your life and not a worry in the world. You look like you don't have a worry in the world and you should keep it that way. And that really put a smile on my face for somebody to say that. Even though so many things worry me each and every day, that really was a wake-up call for me to worry less. And then her car getting fixed and back up and running and a lake swim and a local tea at the local tea tree Lake the Savo. So big shout out to all those groups. Keep the gratitudes coming in. We're getting bigger and bigger every single week. And I absolutely love that. So yeah, once again, if you want to join, send the 1%, I mean, send the Good Human Factory on Instagram a message saying, I want to join the club. On to this week's topic that I want to talk about. And that is finding purpose. I'm going to give you a little story of my life and where I used to think purpose was coming from for me compared to where it is now. So when I was quite young, I was quite successful as a young pro surfer and I found I'd, I'd put my purpose into line with how I went in my surf comps, how I did in my achievements at school. And because I was quite successful at a young age, I generally felt like I was living to my purpose quite often and it was kind of sailing along nicely. And then I stepped up to the next level of surf comps to the international level and I ended up kind of having a few good years but then once I hit about 2021 I had a couple years where I kind of declined in performance and moved down the ratings and because I was basing my purpose on my achievements and my results I really started to struggle with my mental health that's when I came home and had a chat to my sports psychologist Jason Patchell who's actually an episode on Good Humans podcast if you want to go back and have a listen but I spoke to him about that kind of feeling I was feeling he was like it's really important that we don't base our purpose on our achievements or our goals because so often we're going to come up short and then he asked me to start looking into basing my purpose on my values and how well I live to my values and that's where I decided to do a lot of work and a lot of self-development work and trying to find out what values hold a lot to me and that's kind of where the good human factory was really born and the five values that I try and live by each and every single day now and if I'm living to those values whether it's for five to ten or just overall in my life I know that my purpose is going to kind of be humming along. So my five values are kindness, empathy, gratitude, mindfulness, and responsibility. 
So if I'm doing little things every single day aligning with those values, I personally now feel like I'm living to my purpose. A good example is I used to pick up a bit of rubbish on the beach because I would hope that somebody was almost looking at me to look like I was doing something good. Whereas now because I value kindness and being kind to the environment, I can happily pick up any bits of rubbish, throw it in the bin and feel like I'm living to my purpose because of that. And yeah, so it's a good little one to start having to think about. If you put your purpose right around your achievements, it's very hard to be happy and feel fulfilled all the time. And I also like to look at it like if you're only happy when you reach a goal or once you reach an achievement, you've got one chance to be happy and then you have to reset a goal and go again. But if you put your goals around your values and around, I mean, if you put your purpose around your values, then every single day you can find that happiness and that fulfillment. So it's a really good one to have a bit of a think about. Another thing, a great resource when it came to this was actually an autobiography that I got recommended that I didn't think that I was going to enjoy at all, but I read it anyway. And it's Andre Agassi's book called Open. And I knew the name Andre Agassi. I knew that he was a tennis player. And once I read the book, I kind of realized it was more about this guy's story and about the journey that he's been on to find his purpose. And I'll kind of highlight it real quickly, but it starts basically with him having a really tough upbringing with his dad being an absolute animal when it came to the way that he tried to train him and put him through tennis schools and he just never was happy. He was doing really well and he kind of turned into this bad boy of tennis and went through some different stages of drugs and partying and not really living to what he felt like was his purpose and then he kept getting injured And then he kind of realized the importance of giving back. And you could tell by reading this book, once he opened up a school for children in Las Vegas, that he got his mojo back with his tennis and that he got his zest for life back because he found something to align his purpose with. And that was for him finding that value of giving and that value of service for other people. And it gave him something to really play for and to live for. So that's a book that I highly recommend it's a really good one to hear about somebody's story who from the outside you see Andre Agassi is one of the only only male player to win a golden slam which is all four majors and the Olympics in the same year Um, highly successful guy but once you read his story and I feel like you get this with a lot of autobiographies of autobiographies or biographies of very successful people is that they've gone through some serious ups and downs and they've had to persevere and be resilient through difficult times and I've learned so much from so many books like that so yeah good one to pick up Andre Agassi open unfortunately this week I cannot give you a little excerpt from this week's podcast it I'm recording this today on Monday but this podcast will be coming out on Tuesday as it always does the one percent pod but I'm actually recording this guest episode this week today on Tuesday and it's going to be with Nathan Hedge he's a great friend of mine pro surfer with an incredible story from ups and downs to going to rehab to being an absolute awesome family man now. So keep an eye out for that one. It's going to be coming out on Thursday. I'll be busy editing as we go this week. I'm actually about to head on the road today down to Foster and Port Stephens for a few surf comms. I'm also running a few mental health workshops for all the young surfers in the area. So if you're listening to this podcast and it's still Tuesday or Wednesday I will be doing a mental health workshop on Wednesday night at Moby's Resort down in Boomerang Beach all are welcome and yeah that's going to bring me to the end of this week's podcast because we're getting close to that 14 minute mark which we are always going to be less than 14 minutes with the 1% pod less than 1% of your day and yeah this podcast is really just to bring some light to the 1% good club because it's so special to see it growing it's so special to see the impact it's having 
And for me, it's just really humbling to know that there's so many people, over 750 people now, who are dedicating 1% of their life to their mental health because I think we should all be able to at least give 1% of our day to our mental health because mental health is something we all have and something that we should all be taking care of. So everybody, I hope you have a great week. hope I see you guys on Thursday for the Nathan Hedge Good Humans guest episode. And yeah, take care of yourself, everyone. This has been a Wellbeing Network podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.